This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. 50 years after the events of the final Harry Potter books and Harry Potter is now headmaster of Hogwarts, ready to usher in a brand new generation of witches and wizards. My name's Radio Mike and I love Harry Potter. In fact, I love Harry Potter so much that when I was a kid, I wrote an entire series of fan fiction books based on Hogwarts. This is book one in that series. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Boys. Hello, Hamores, everyone. Welcome to another Owl Post edition of Harry Potter and the Boys, HP and the B. My name is Radio Mike. This is a fan fiction podcast by me, Radio Mike, as I think I already said at the top there. We have not done an Owl Post edition for a while. If you're new to the Owl Post editions, this is just where I read out a bunch of, uh, I guess, fan mail, not fan mail, listener mail readership mail people who listen to the podcast write in some just have funny little stories some like to uh share their theories for what they think is going to happen in the book uh sometimes these happen every week sometimes these happen every four weeks but i'm glad people seem to enjoy them when they do happen uh hopefully things will start kind of getting back into a normal routine uh soon because i've been approved for a new house i'll be moving into a new place uh, within a fortnight. So yeah, that's just a little update on my life. But here we go, guys. Uh, Liam Summers, thank you for writing in or sending in this owl. He, uh, you can send in your owls, by the way, to radiomikepod at gmail.com or radio.mike on Instagram. Follow me there. Or you can, what else can you do? There is a YouTube channel for this podcast that is up to date. Uh, please go and subscribe there. And also while you're at it, go and subscribe to my main channel, just Radio Mike. Uh, even if you don't want to li- watch uh, video versions of the pod, I would still really appreciate it if you could just subscribe to the channel. There'll be a link in the description. It just helps uh, like grow the podcast and get more people seeing it. Uh, anyway, where where was I? Please, uh, yeah, all of this will be in the, the description to this podcast wherever you listen. So I'll have links and everything there. Hey, Mike, Liam Summers, Al. Hey, Mike, have only just started to listen, listening to the Potter pod at work after you mentioned it on the Luke and Lewis podcast. I was on the Luke and Lewis podcast the other week. I sometimes am a guest on that show. Go and check it out. Um, I actually think there's a playlist on Spotify, which I will put in the description to this bio, um, that is just podcasts that I have been a guest on recently. Um, so I will put that in the in the description if you want to just listen to more of me, which I assume you all do very much. Um, there is a playlist that's just like, yeah, guest episodes featuring me. Oh, it's called Radio Mike Podcast Appearances. So I'll put that in the bio. Feel free to go and check that out. Um, where are we? Just finished chapter two and ready to bet that the LP, so chapter two, uh, Derek, I believe, was something, he, he went in, he, he was transported to some other place. It was kind of like in Chamber of... This is a long time ago in the book. He came back from some traumatizing experience and all he could say was LP, 
We still don't know. As far as I know, we don't know what that, what LP, what LP means. Uh, Willing to bet that LP mentioned by Derek is in fact a long play album. So LP often in the music world refers to a long play, which is a which is just an album, as opposed to an EP, which is an extended play, which is like a shorter album. This boy is about to drop a diss track so f- so fire it melts his brain, and that's what makes him stupid. Keen to be proven right by your writing genius, ironically spelt genius as G E N I O U S which as far as I know is not how you spell genius. But thank you very much, Liam. Uh, cheers, Liam, he says. Uh, thank you, Liam. Thank you for your owl. Hoot hoot to you. Uh, here we go. Ethan Rushiok. I realize I haven't replied to this one. This is from the 28th of May, which means we definitely haven't done one of these in a very long time. Hey, Mike. Oh, no, I think I, I actually think I did... I did read this one, but I'm going to read it again. Hey, Mike, just finished listening to the latest episode of Harry Potter and the Boys. I think I listened to the whole lot in about two weeks. Absolutely love it. The genuine writing of a 13-year-old definitely makes for a lot of laughs. I'd try and guess how the story is going to go, but I have a feeling the writer doesn't even know that yet. Yeah, I did read this one. Um, And then he ends with P-P-P-S-S-P-Diddle-D-D. Thank you very much, Ethan. Uh, What else do we have here? We have a owl post from Philip Simmons. To the man who couldn't boil water. This is a reference to me like three years ago on the Hamish and Andy podcast, which tells me that Philip has come over to HP and the B from H&A. I digress. I was curious if you could help me with my sister's birthday gift. I started listening to Harry Potter and the Boys, even though I'm not a fan of Harry Potter, but I love Harry Potter and the Boys so much. So I have gotten both of my sisters to listen to it. Thank you. If everyone can get three other people to listen to the pod, we will explode. Uh, They both love Harry Potter. My sister Sydney, it's her birthday soon, was the one from California who who emailed you and was mentioned on an hour post. That is correct. I remember Sydney. Hello to Sydney. Hello to Sydney. Not the state, not not the city in, in Australia. The person who emailed me. She got me a birthday gift, so now I have to get her one and was wondering if you had any Harry Potter and the Boys merch or if she could be on an Owl Post episode. If not, all good. Keep up the good work. Um, uh, Radiomike.com.au slash merch. There's a bunch of Radio Mike merch, but there is currently no Harry Potter and the Boys merch. My apologies. Sydney, happy birthday. Have a fantastic day. Um, and I hope you get. I hope you turn 11 and get your letter to Hogwarts very, very soon. Happy birthday, Sydney. You're the best. Thank you for listening to the pod. Um, Here is one from Amy Almanat, the official correspondent of Harry Potter and the Boys, still regularly, this was from the 30th 30th of June, still regularly listening and writing in. Hello, Homora Mike. Hello, Homora Amy. The action is really picking up in Harry Potter and the Boys. Looks like there's going to be a Wonka-esque elimination of the boys until only one remains to fight Mr. Charger and Mailman. Okay, so like a Wonka-esque as in like in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, how that's a great pop culture reference, how like each of the children gradually gets weaned off by Wonka in in an awful and what I can only imagine is a traumatic event. Like one girl, doesn't one of the girls in Willy Wonka turn into a a blueberry? Um, What's her name? Is it Olivia something? I know for... One of them drowns in the chocolate lake. That's Augustus Gloop. And then you've got, you've, 
you've got, oh no, Violet, Violet Baudelaire. No, is it Violet Baudelaire or is that, I'm so lost at the moment. Is Violet Baudelaire, that's the character, that's the sister in, um, no. Okay. Violet Baudelaire is the sister in series of unfortunate events. So what is, is it Violet? I'm Googling it now. Violet Willy Wonka. People who know, oh, Violet Beauregard. That's why Baudelaire and Beauregard are similar. Violet Beauregard in Willy Wonka turns into a giant blueberry. And then Mike TV, which some people have called me in the past because I'm Radio Mike, Mike TV turns into like a, doesn't he turn into like a pixelated version of himself or something? Or like he turns into like a stretched out. Anyway, those movies are traumatic for those children. I'm sorry. Uh, Continuing on. That's a good theory. I predict it'll be Michael that is the last one standing. But when he gets to the last room... Harold will be standing there because we haven't seen him for a while. Harold, you're right. We have not seen Harold for a very long time. Harold, one of the older boys in the book who we know now is a were basilisk. So he's half man, half basilisk and seems to be involved in the scheme between Mr. Charger and Mailman. Uh, She goes on. I just finished reading The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which has some similarities to Harry Potter and the Boys. The narrator often breaks the fourth wall and addresses the reader directly. And at one point he said something to the effect of, if you don't want to read this bit, you can skip to the last chapter, which has this other character in it. Now that's very interesting. I actually have read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but it was only when I was at university I read it for the first time. So it definitely was not an influence on this writing. But I think it's um, it's a, it's great that there are other books that emulate a similar writing style to myself. I really like that book. I want to read the rest of the series, but I think I need to rewrite, reread Hitchhikers because I I read it ages ago and I can't remember anything that happens except for, um, except for Marvin, the paranoid Android who uh, is a great, great character and is also, I believe the inspiration for the Radiohead song, Paranoid Android. So there is a little, you know, intertextual cross-reference thing for you. Paranoid Android from the album OK Computer. Go listen to it. It's a very good album. Okay, Amy continues. I've started my annual rereading of the Harry Potter books. It's actually so depressing the way the Dursleys spoil Dudley but neglect Harry. Dudley has two bedrooms, but Harry sleeps under the stairs for the first 11 years of his life. Absolutely sad. Maybe for the next season of Harry Potter and the Boys, you should have a recap at the start of each episode because so much is going on and it's easy to forget. Agreed. You could read it out so the guests, to the guests so they are up to speed too. No ogres in Harry Potter as far as I remember because I remember saying that Shrek and Harry Potter are possibly the only two series that have ogres and dragons. Thanks for the laughs. Diddle dee dee, Amy. Thank you so much, Amy. Very much appreciate that. This is very kind of you to write in. Another email from Amy. This is pre before the other email because the last outpost was the 30th of May, I think. So this is from the 1st of June. Hello, Hamora Mike. Some great points raised in this week's outpost post. There is so much underage magic in the film. It's very frustrating. In the movies, the first thing Hermione does when she meets Harry is to fix his glasses by magic, which she absolutely would not do as it's not allowed. True, she uses Oculus Repero on the train. And also Ron's using that turn this stupid fat rat yellow spell on the train as well. Uh, in the book, she says, I've, tr- I've tried a few simple spells for practice, but that's that bit's kind of glossed over in the books. 
I don't understand Lumos Maxima. I think in, it's just in the film for special effects because it's not used at any other time. Harry does use Lumos outside of Hogwarts in the fifth book, but it's just after casting a Patronus, so the damage has already been done. Amy also says she would love to be a guest on the show, which we may have to organise at some point. Uh, here's what I think about forcing an animal into an existence thing, because this is when I talked about the spell um, Serpent Sorcia, which summons a snake. At the end of book seven, McGonagall has to answer a question to enter the Ravenclaw common room. The question is, where do vanished option, where do vanished objects go? And she says, into non-being, which is to say, everything. I think in magical theory, vanished objects just cease to exist. So created objects, such as the snake that comes from that spell, just start existing when the spell is cast, which is actually pretty fucked. Sorry to swear. Then when they're removed, they just cease to exist again. Again. Well, I guess it's just kind of like real life. You just come into existence and then, you know, you go out. But then there's the fact that you can't just magic food into existence because it's one of the exceptions of Gamp's law of elemental transfiguration. See chapter 29 of Deathly Hallows. I love this research. So surely you can't just create a creature. Otherwise we could magic a cow into existence and then have some nice magic beef. I'm not sure. Keen to see what foreign correspondent Amy and other listeners say. Enjoy your week off and take care in lockdown. Lockdown is now over, but thank you, Amy. Diddle dee dee, Amy. Now we need a check from uh, Amy Harvey, the foreign correspondent of the show, the other Amy. Uh, I've actually got one. Let's actually, here's what I've got from Amy. Uh, From the 20th of June, I haven't read. Yeah, so the 20th of June from Amy Harvey. Hello, Homora Mike. Hello, Homora Amy. I was so glad to see the little blue dot on Spotify for a new app. The plot is certainly going dot, dot, dot somewhere. I'm intrigued by the SR singing room, storage room, Slytherin race course. Also hoping to see more of Gemini Jones in the last few chapters. I loved Dumbledore when I read the books as a child, but it's been interesting seeing what a gray character he is now. Don't think he would pass the department of education interview for a principal here. Also, Hogwarts desperately needs a school counsellor. Cheers, Amy. Love that, Amy. Yeah, Dumbledore is a very great character in hair and in morality. Uh, Another one from this morning, which is the 4th of July, uh, which I think is a significant day in America, but not in Australia. Message. Hello, Homora Mike. I'm kicking myself that I missed Secret Room as SR was way too invested in deciphering the clue. We finally found out that SR is the secret room. We never actually see an ogre in Harry Potter, but Ron and Hermione mentioned seeing an ogre-like person in the three broomsticks one time. So I think they do exist in the Harry Potter universe. Impressive number of fart jokes, both in the books and in the commentary this week. Listening to it is transporting me back to 2007. Cheers, Amy, official foreign correspondent. Thanks, Amy. There's there's certainly been a lot of fart humor in the in the uh, podcast for the last few weeks. Um, Mitch wrote in, sent in an owl. He said, "Only just started, but the my bum is the most powerful weapon of all thing, which is something that Derek said that his parents told him. His parents said your bum is the most powerful weapon of all." Mitch says. That is definitely referring to the dark farts, which is an interesting theory because it suggests that Derek's parents are involved in the dark farts. Um, (laughs) Lazar says, my bum might be bleeding, but my heart isn't. Had me holding in my laughter on the bus. 
That was so funny. Thank you. That's actually the aim of the podcast is to be funny. So yeah, I appreciate it a lot. Um, Here's something I saw on TikTok. I get recommended so many Harry Potter themed TikToks. Um, TikTok algorithm just seems to be able to read my mind completely. Like it knows exactly what I like. Um, And funnily enough, the person, the, the TikTok is, and everyone will remember this scene. It's like the start of the first movie where it's Dudley's birthday and Dudley runs down the stairs and then runs back up and jumps on the stairs, causing like dust to drop into Harry's closet room. And he says what I always believed and possibly you always believed my whole life. He says, wake up Potter, we're going to the zoo. And then he runs down the stairs. Someone on this TikTok was watching that movie and had the subtitles on and the subtitles for that moment say, instead of wake up Potter, they claim that he's saying, wake up cousin, we're going to the zoo which is crazy. Go and watch it. Let me know what you think. Is it wake up Potter or wake up cousin? Right? Because I genuinely don't know. Now I don't know, but now I listen to it. I'm like, oh, I think he is saying cousin, but at the same time, like, like it's, I guess it's weird both ways. Like it's weird for him to say, uh, wake up Potter. Cause like, would he call him Potter? But it's also weird. Like, do you call your cousin's cousin? Like, I certainly don't. But then again, I'm not an idiot. Um, so that was an interesting thing that uh, changed the history of Harry Potter for me. Let's go on to the Harry Potter subreddit right now, reddit.com slash r slash Harry Potter, and find a meme of the week. Uh, what have we got here? Just, uh, just looking through, looking through, looking through the Reddit. Um Here's one. I'm just, I haven't seen these. I'm just reading this. Okay. Yule Ball Theory. In Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, all the students Professor McGonagall is teaching to dance are Gryffindors. <laughs> this, uh, that means that Professor Sprout is teaching Hufflepuffs. Flitwick, Flitwick would be teaching Ravenclaws. And guess who will be teaching Slytherin? And then there's a picture of Snape. So the funny part of this is that it's a funny image to imagine Snape teaching students to dance. And then it actually says, put your hand on my waist in a Snape voice. Well, yeah, that's, I think you're supposed to read it in a Snape voice. Okay. Here's a great meme. It's a game of Uno, which I imagine, I'm sure Uno is not an Australian thing. I'm sure they have it overseas. So yeah, it's a game of Uno and someone has a card that says, tell Harry everything or draw 25. And then there's another guy who's drawing a bunch of cards and the caption is Dumbledore. So Dumbledore obviously is not telling Harry everything. That's quite funny. Um, Hogwarts was established in, this is a, this is another one. Hogwarts was established in the 10th century, but sinks were not invented, were not invented until the 18th century. So how did Salazar Slytherin mark the Chamber of Secrets with a form of indoor plumbing, which would not be invented for another 800 years? That's just a historical inaccuracy, I believe, but that's actually interesting. All right, we'll find one more. Just scrolling through the subreddit. Um, 
what have we got here? See, there's a lot of like people with Harry Potter themed tattoos and stuff. Um, okay, here's a here's a funny one. It's a picture of Voldemort, and the caption is, "I think it's nice that Voldemort always waits until the end of the school year to kill Harry, despite his flaws." Voldemort really cares about Harry's education. <laughs> love that. Love, love that. Um, all right, guys, that is an outpost. Uh, new episode soon. Thank you so much for listening. You can support me on Patreon, patreon.com slash radio Mike. There is now a bonus podcast between me and Pat, a producer who works for me uh, fortnightly, but we've done one for the past two weeks. So we should... We're trying to do as many as possible. So if you want more Mike, if you want the Mike and Pat bonus podcast, as little as a dollar a month on Patreon can get you that. So I would absolutely love if you could contribute to that. Uh, other than that, I will speak to you soon. Please email in radiomikepod at gmail.com, uh, Instagram, radio.mike, and any other way you would like to, uh, radiomike.com.au, there's a contact form. Thank you so much, guys. I will speak to you soon. Bye-bye. podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch radiomikepod at gmail.com.